Welcome to the Prophecy Club. I'm out on the road today, so you see a little bit different background. I'm in a hotel room, and it probably sounds a lot different too. But nevertheless, I'm trying to bring you the truth as best as we can. Our topic today is, how can Russia actually be doing a good thing? Well, if you listen to the news, if you read the news that all the Moloch and Baal worshippers are putting out, now remember, their homeland is Ukraine. Remember that these are the 1% that own 99% of the world. They own almost everything. They own all of the Molag and Ball worshiping news, all of the news, all of the music, uh, all of Hollywood, everything. They control all of that. So as you can imagine, what they're putting out is the things that will make them look good and then the good guys look bad. So we're going to be talking about how can Russia actually be doing a good thing? Well, if you listen to the Molag and Ball worshiper news, they're not. They're the bad guys. But according to people that really know what's going on, they're actually doing a good thing, and we're going to continue, to talk, continue talking about that today. So this comes to us from Our Air Foundation headline. Journalists inside eastern Ukraine saying, people here are extremely grateful that Russia is finally doing the right thing. <laughs> oh, really? Wait a minute. When war broke out in Ukraine, German-Russian freelance journalist goes on to say who the era and it says they, on one day, Russian President Putin announced that the special military operation in Ukraine, it was very dark, and these other nations don't ask, and she explains that explosions could be heard in the area, but residents are used to this. People here really want to belong to Russia, and they're celebrating their current situation. Now, I understand that, you know, to us that doesn't sound too good, but apparently... When you're living among the Moloch and Baal worshippers, people believe in human sacrifice, eating people, drinking their blood, the worst of the worst of the worst, 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 to them, apparently, it's really good. Let's go on. Many people have died, including children. That's the reason people are celebrating here about what's going on. Celebrating to see Russia invading Ukraine? Yes. It's a cleanup operation. Kind of like what's about to happen in America with the internal revolution. The good guys, hopefully, are about to kick out the bad guys. They see it as liberation. That's <laughs> what we've been talking about. They see it as liberation. Finally, it's over. They've suffered for eight years, constantly under bombardment, constantly living in fear. That's why people here in Donbass, especially in Donetsk, see as the capital. They're extremely thankful that Russia finally did something, the right thing. Finally, the people here have been liberated from the terror that they've been experiencing for the last eight years. Well, that's not what the Moloch and Baal worshippers are going to tell you. They want all the world to come down against Russia because they control all the world, Russia. But hopefully, matter of fact, hopefully this is talking about, remember in Daniel, uh, I think it's chapter 12, it says, and they would be hoping with a little help. <laughs> I'd like to think that all of this is the help that the church gets a little help before we get dunked into the tribulation. Let's go on. Headline. What is Russia's special denazification operation in Ukraine? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You mean there's Nazis still alive today? <laughs> you better know that there are. And you can imagine since that Ukraine or Kazakhstan is the Khazarian Mafia homeland, the home of the Moloch and Baal worshippers, you better understand that yes, they are there too, as well as, of course, we've heard rumors about them being in Antarctica and other places like that. But let's go on. So it says, for years, Russia has been calling on Western nations to investigate cases of human rights abuse. Now, what is human rights abuse? Well, in other language, it's what you call 
taking children down into underground chambers, I'll say it that way, I have to be careful with my words, and abusing them. Now, if it was only sexual abuse that they were going through, that would be bad enough. But the reports are it's a lot worse than that. Chained in cages and tortured and drinking their blood. I mean, it's just, I, I can't even talk about how bad it really is. Russia has been calling on Western nations to investigate cases of human rights abuse, illegal killings, war crimes committed by the Ukrainian authorities or the Moloch and Baal worshippers. We Christians know them. Now, we have a lot of new listeners. Let me take just a second and explain. You remember when Moses coming down off Mount Sinai and had the two camp, Ten Commandments in his hand? He looked down and he saw them worshiping a golden calf. Well, that calf has a name. The name of that calf is Moloch. And then in later places, it also, in later scriptures in the Bible, it also describes it as Baal, B-A-A-L. So when we say Moloch and Baal, we're talking about the worst religion on the planet. These people worship Lucifer by name. And now what I'm about to say, I can't prove, but indirectly through the scriptures, through the years, it, it's kind of like you see the picture. And apparently what they did, probably before the pyramids were built, de definitely a long, long time ago, Lucifer and a group of humans made a deal. And it goes something like this. Tell you what, if I'll be your God, if you'll worship me, Lucifer speaking, then I will give you riches and wealth and control of the world if you do what I want to do. Now, of course, <laughs> most people hear a deal like that and say, man, that sounds like a good deal to me. That is until they hear the other side of the deal. And the other side of the deal is you have to kill humans. And the more painful, the more bloody that you can make it, the better I like it, and the more I'll bless you. Now, doesn't that sound like Satan? Well, unfortunately, that's what he said. And unfortunately, these people, they're probably not the only ones, truth be known, said yes and have agreed to it and have been doing this for thousands of years, which is why they said to uh, Benjamin Fulford, we've been ruling this planet for thousands of years and we'll destroy it rather than give it up because there's nothing, there's no line these people won't cross. It's evil that we, we Christians can't even understand it. We, we don't even like saying those kind of words. And yes, drug trafficking is bad enough, but sex trafficking, but, and it's not just torturing little children, it's killing them. Okay. Enough of that. But you, in other words, these are extremely bad people. And their homeland is Kazakhstan, which is in Ukraine. And that's what the Russians are doing. They're going, I'm going to show you, they're going in there to clean up a mess. Let's go on. Human rights abuse, illegal killings, war crimes committed by the Ukrainian authorities that came to power after the 2014 coup. February 24th, Russian President Vlad, and by the way, not all these words I can say. I'll say what I can, but... I have to be careful what I say, or we could lose the platform. And so when it comes time for you to read, I'll tell you, here you need to read this, okay? But I can't say the words. President Vladimir Putin announced the commitments of a special operation to safeguard the Nantesk and Lukansk People's Republics and describing the, objective, the objectives as the demilitarizing and the denazification. Now, here's the way we say it, removing the Moloch and the ball worshipers, okay? The filth of the earth. Russia's intention to cleanse Ukraine of neo-Nazis, their followers, and their ideas. Now, that's what this particular article refers to them as neo-Nazis. And they probably do that because they don't think the people have heard about the Moloch and Baal worshippers because Satan tries to say is hidden under the rock as is possible. 
Very, very. Matter of fact, I got an email the other day. I stand. I think you're the only ones that ever talked about Moloch and Ball because if you want to put the head, excuse me, if you want to put the hit the nail on the head, they're not Khazari Mafia. They're not the deep state. They're not the secret societies. If you want to hit the nail on the head, they worship Moloch and Ball, that cow god. Just like there's one on Wall Street right now, they worship that cow god, and that cow god represents money, control, and power. They have a deal. As long as they do what the devil wants, the devil gives them money, control, and power. Does that make sense? Cleanse Ukraine of neo-Nazis, or we call them Molonkin Ball worshippers, their followers and their ideas. After the West backed coup in Ukraine in 2014, West backed coup, yeah, well, who controls the world? Molonka ball worshippers, okay? So when it says West back, I'd like to think that everybody in America is a good Christian. Uh, <laughs> but we know that's not true, okay? So now we understand these are the people that are controlling America too. After the West back, control, uh, country, West back coup in Ukraine in 2014, Western countries, on the other hand, opted to disregard the Kiev regime's human rights atrocities. In other words, the world turned their head and they let these evil people do this. But now it's come to a stopping point. They're trying to stop it. Let's go on. The Amnesty International, this is a, a, a good nonprofit organization. It's been trying to help a lot of people out there for a lot of years. Amnesty International nonprofit research recorded and uncovered the crimes. Its heinous crimes would go unpunished, it said. And the DPR militia discovered the bodies of four women and six men, all civilians. They had been bound, tormented. Tormented? That's what they do. They don't just kill them. They torment them because the more painful, the more bloody the sacrifice to Lucifer, the more he likes it, the more he blesses them. Does that make sense? They've been bound, tormented, and either shot in the head or decapitated. Again, more bloody. One of the ladies was raped by the battalion uh, fighters, according to the reports. News Target says, Russia-Ukraine war will further worsen global food shortage as poor nations face starvation and unrest. Russia to ban fertilizer exports to non-friendly countries. China warns U.S. against retaliation. On Thursday, Russian Minister of Industry Trade, uh, this guy, suspended fertilizer exports. Well... So what does that mean? That doesn't affect our table, does it? Actually, yes, it does. Because if there's, let's put it this way. If there's so much food made in the year over the whole planet, and if that food supply comes down, then what happens? The prices go up. Well, one of the reasons we have such cheap food today is because of the mechanization, uh, because they have some of the finest equipment that run on crude oil, crude oil but they also have fertilizers, amazing fertilizers that can get far more out of those grains than would normally come out of them. So when Russia says they're stopping uh, fertilizer exports, that means the amount of food for the world is going to be coming down. Now, I'm going to tie this with Revelation here in just a second. Let's keep going. This comes when global food prices are record highs and European fertilizer makers are struggling to produce nutrients ahead of the spring growing season, increasing global food inflation risks. To ensure stable domestic food prices, fertilizer markets are deteriorating, deteriorating, making food a lot more expensive. Earlier this week, Russian banks were cut off from the SWIFT system and they immediately turned to China's state-owned union pay system. In other words, it didn't bother them a bit. Well, what's really going on? Well, America is making the bear angry, just like Dmitry Dudin was told back in like 1997. 
Oil and gas firms have other buyers as many Western nations halt or wind down purchase for energy products. To sum it up, Russia banning fertilizer and the possibility of certain agricultural products to the West will result in elevated food prices or maybe just getting food at all, which of course is the reason I believe God had us start Joseph's Kitchen so that people, so his people would have food. Let's go on. 100%FedUp.com says, Russia Federation UN Ambassador accuses U.S. of funding military, I can't say that word, I'm going to call it bugs, okay? Because, how do I say this? There's some t- sometimes I start preparing, matter of fact, I just skipped a whole page. I just skipped a whole broadcast because as I was, not a whole broadcast, whole page, because as I was going through it, the Lord spoke to my heart and said, if you say that, I'm going to take you off. You say that, if you cover that one, they'll take you off. So I skipped it. And that you see that word that starts with a B? Can't say that word. Uh, that's that's a, a word that they're looking out for. If I say that word, I'm in trouble. So I'm going to say bugs, okay? Funding military bugs in Ukraine in the live emergency UN Security Council meeting goes on to say, at the request of Vladimir Putin, the UN Security Council is meeting to present evidence of bug activities allegedly by the United States, happening in Ukraine. Last week, while being questioned by Senator, goes on to say, admitted that Ukraine does, in fact, have several bug-making facilities. In other words, Ukraine is the bad guy here. Okay? Ukraine's bad guy. Now, I'm not saying Russia's a good guy, uh, but at least, I mean, a bad person can do good things once in a while. I think that's what's going on here. goes on to say, at their request, the presence of evidence of bug activities allegedly by the United States and Ukraine. So you got to look at that word. U.S. Undersecretary of State admitted that Ukraine does have several bug facilities. World Net Daily, State Department official acknowledges Ukraine bio labs, March 9, 2022, and says United States continues to dismiss as Russian propaganda the claim that Ukraine is developing bugs. However, the U.S. State Department's top Ukraine official made a startling admission saying that Ukraine does have um, (laughs) bug facilities. In other words, the bad of the bad of the bad, bad, bad is going on in Ukraine. Why? Because if it was found out here in the U.S., we wouldn't put up with it. So they move it over to the Moloch and Ball worshippers' homeland where they can get by with it. Goes on to say, how can they prevent any of those research materials from falling in the hands of the Russian forces? You remember the prophecy. Remember the lady, she said that the, the reason that we're going into Ukraine is not just for the gold and the silver, but to get the information. And information, what, what information? This is it. So it's information, I believe. Now, there's none of these that's saying this yet because I don't think they've run across it yet. But we're talking about blackmail. We're talking about bribery of, of high-level officials. Remember, in the prophecy, the lady said that if this information comes out, it will topple many governments around the world. That's blackmail. That's bribery. That's some really, really bad stuff on really, really high levels, but that's the way the devil does it. Research and infectious bugs. Again, I can't say the word. Uh, High-containment bug places is responsible for the identification of especially dangerous bugs. <laughs> yeah. Okay, do you really believe 
that the U.S. is funding these bug facilities so that they can keep the bugs off of us? Do you really believe that? Because I don't. I think that they're researching the bugs so that they can use them against us because these are owned and controlled by Moloch and Baal worshippers. Remember, they're gold. They're... See, if you don't understand the Moloch and Baal worshippers, you don't understand that their heart is to kill humans so Lucifer will give them more power, more money, and more control. If you don't understand that, then you'll never be able to put this together. You'll never be able to really understand where it's going. It's because it's really not the Khazari Mafia. It's really not the deep state. It's really not the secret societies. It's not governments. It's Moloch and Baal worshippers, and they report directly to Lucifer. Matter of fact, some people even say <laughs> not all of them are human. Some of them are some kind of hybrid things and... Perhaps we'll get into that too, but let me go back to this. So essentially they are now admitting, okay, yes, there's bug facilities in Ukraine, but we were going to use them for good purposes. If you believe that, I've got some coastal property in Kansas for sale to sell to you. No, th these are evil people. Unbelievably evil. Let's go on. Preventing the spread of technologies, pathogen, and knowledge that can be used in the development of bugs. What does it all boil down to? Do, let's put it this way. Do you think if the devil found a new bug, he would use it to help people? Or do you think he'd use it to kill people? Point made. Let's go on. Moscow's claim that the United States is operating bugs in Ukraine. Russia had evidence that the Ukrainian health ministry ordered the destruction of samples of bugs before the Russian invasion began. Mm -hmm. That's just a CYA, CYA as in, you know, cover yourself. You know what I'm saying. Okay, well, that's what they're really doing here. They, it's kind of like when uh, an embassy, like the, the Iranian embassy, the, the U.S. embassy in Iran is maybe the way to say it. When they saw that they were going to be overrun, what they first thing started doing is started destroying the evidence so that it would be used against them. Well, that's what's happening here, too. So these are really bad guys doing bad things with bugs and they see that the Russians are coming and they know that they're not on their side and so they, oh, we got to destroy all the evidence. That's what's really going on. And we prophecy students can see past it because we understand where it's going. Let's go on. Exclusive Ukraine prepares potential move of sensitive data to another country. Remember that prophecy? Remember that lady said? She says, and what, the, what we're really trying to keep people from doing is get information because it's going to topple several governments. So, boom, she hit it. She's right on here. It goes on to say they want to move this data and servers abroad because they know the Russians, in this case, are doing a good thing. They're going in trying to clean it up. And hopefully, if you ask me, I think that this is the good guys, the Christians, the last-ditch effort, God is giving us a chance to try to clean the world of these varmints before they're released through the tribulation. Because when the beast is released from that, that pit, that falling pit, remember, he ascendeth out of the bottomless pit, and he goes to make war against the saints. Well, right now, the Antichrist, the beast, is falling endlessly and helplessly in the bottomless pit. When Revelation 6-1 takes place, I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, I heard as it were the noise of thunder. That's what starts the tribulation. When that starts, then he has released all hell, and I think that's the correct way to say it, all hell upon the earth, meaning he's released the Antichrist 
for seven years, it takes him three and a half years to come to position where uh, every knee must bow to him. Uh, it was given to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power is given to him to continue 42 months. And he opened his mouth and blasphemed God, against God to blaspheme his name, his tabernacle, and then to dwell in heaven. Remember all that? All of this is our last chance, the good guys, the Christians, or the people that will work with the Christians. It's our last chance to try to clean the planet of these varmints, of these filthy, dirty, human, sacrificing, Moloch of all worshipers, before the devil is released upon us. And I'd like to say we're going to be successful, but the prophecies say, no, at the end of the day, unless Jesus returns, no flesh will be saved. So at the end of the day, we lose until Jesus returns. Let's go on. Washington Examiner. Ukraine's deputy cybersecurity chief said preparations are being made to move IT assets, including physical servers, the house critical and sensitive government data abroad. In other words, here's another source saying that Ukraine is a bad guy. It's a bunch of bad people there, and they're afraid. And look down at the last line. And what are they removing? State secrets. So this is bad guys that have been caught with their hand in the cookie jar and they're doing their best to try to get by with it. That's what they do. U.S. new target, wheat prices hit a 14-year high as fears of food shortages grow. I can tell you, you know, since we started Joseph Kitchen, I was never in the, in the wheat business before this, but we're talking to Kansas farmers that, that they're shocked. They, they're absolutely shocked. They don't know what's going on. Uh, as a matter of fact, one place <laughs> wouldn't answer our emails, wouldn't answer our phone calls, and we surmised that the price was going up so much they didn't want to sell to us because they knew the price was going to be going up, so it'd be in their best interest not to answer the phone, so that we, so that they could charge us higher prices. As a matter of fact, here, here's another example that actually happened. So we were buying some lecithin. We had the price locked in. What, what had happened? We were just starting. And we were waiting on the first deposits to actually put it, be put in Joseph Kitchen uh, account. But we were already getting orders, so we were having to add extra, place extra orders for, for the orders have been placed. So we went to this one place that sold less than each one of them, I believe it was 42 pound buckets. Each one of them was like $235. We, we didn't have the money in our account, but we were getting ready as soon as the money hit the account to start buying all of this, these ingredients. Well, the next day, they, they increased the price from $235 to $515. They were freaking out because of all the shortages. There are shortages going on all over the place out there. This is just wheat. This is just one of the shortages. goes on to say Russia's attack on Ukraine is causing a rise in wheat prices, and it's something that is being felt very deeply as food prices are all... Matter, 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 matter of fact, <laughs> one of our suppliers, one of our Kansas farmers just went up on the price and he agreed one price then the next day it's up a buck he it just in sad to say he can get it uh matter of fact we checked other places and uh, i don't want to go into that a whole lot right now but they're, they're they're like freaking out in the world of wheat they've never seen this happen so i'm telling you that there really is a, a real food crisis and it is heading our way like a freight train and it's not going away so best thing we can do is get prepared which josephskitchen.com. We'll talk about that in a second. Anyway, so it says uh, Russia's attack in Ukraine is causing a rise in wheat prices. This is something that is being felt very deeply as food prices are already experiencing unprecedented highs due to inflation. 
the pandemic and uh, supply chain issues. It goes on to say, the wheat futures reached record highs after a 14-year high, went up 41%. Ukraine and Russia combined are responsible for around 14% of the world's wheat production. I'll say that again. Ukraine and Russia combined are representing 14% of the world's wheat production and supply around 29% of all wheat exports. Now, do you think normal wheat exports are going to be interrupted with what's going on in Ukraine and Russia? The experts do. That's the reason prices are going up. And I might say that Joseph's Kitchen has made, I believe God has answered our prayer. I think he has made some outstanding deals for us to to make certain that his people, just like Coverstone, remember that dream Coverstone had where he was talking about, and I have enough bread to feed my people. I think that Joseph's Kitchen is going to be at least part of what God is going to be doing so that people don't have to take that mark. They can go to Joseph's Kitchen and they can get food for their family. Goes on to say, wheat farmers in Ukraine may not be able to plant spring wheat, corn, and other things, so they might go to a year without year. What? They might have a year without crops in Ukraine. Well, probably, because Russia's going in there and cleaning a house, and you know, there's a bunch of those people probably pretty dirty. Ukraine suspended exports of wheat and other foods as it prioritized feeding its citizens. So the drop in wheat exports from Ukraine impacts the global availability of wheat, placing an upward pressure on its global price that will be felt everywhere. And it goes on to say that Russia is now unable to export wheat. Well, Turkey has said they're not exporting grains. You can imagine Ukraine is not. Now Russia is saying it's not. So what do you think is going to happen? Um, josephskitchen.com Now, let me explain to you prophetically what I think is going on. Revelation 6.1 is the start of the tribulation. It is the easiest, fastest, simple way to be able to spot when the tribulation does start. Which, by the way, by the way, somebody sent me an email. I'm not going to mention the guy's name. He says we're already in the second seal. No. Tribulation hasn't started yet. It hasn't started yet. And I, I want to pray that everybody on earth gets to hear this. But it says, And I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, means the first seal, and I heard as it were the noise of thunder. Now, according to two different people, that sound of thunder sounds like a 1970s car horn. And it was long, and it was loud, and every person on the planet heard it. And then some, not all, some of the graves literally exploded open. He said he saw dirt flying as if there was a, an explosive device in the, in, the, in the casket. And then he said he saw people walking around in what appeared to be like a choir robe, a white choir robe, but their face and the robe was brighter than the sun. And they walked around the grave for just a moment and then they, just like that, they were gone. He said, I didn't see anybody float up in the air. He said, and I did not see any flesh and blood. Nobody alive went any place. He's sorry, there's not a pre-trib rapture. He said, but what I did see is at that time, all electronics on the globe shut down for about two weeks. And when they started coming on, he said it was like everybody's spirit had left them. There was like no joy in the world. He said like, uh, it, it was like everybody just walked out of their mother's funeral. He said, everybody on the planet was very depressed. Hmm. I wonder if that was the Holy Spirit being taken out. See what I'm saying? So, no, we're going to be able to know. I'm pretty confident of it. Can't guarantee it, but pretty confident of it. We're going to know when that tribulation starts. Now, let me get to the point. 
So we've been talking about how wheat is already in short supply. Now let's go down to verse 6. It said, I heard a voice from the midst of the four beasts say, A measure of wheat for a penny. Three measures of barley for a penny. I cannot tell you how many times I've researched a study. As a matter of fact, I've even I bought some barley and I cooked it up to find out, you know, maybe there's some, uh, to try to get an understanding on this. There's, there's two understandings that I've got from this. One is essentially when it says a measure, measure of wheat for a penny, three measures of barley for a penny, and see down here, not the oil and the wine. It's saying that at that time, a person works just about all day long for enough food to just feed themselves. In other words, things are very, very expensive. Second thing is it's saying is in these times, God's attention has moved from the Gentiles over to the Jews. So it says a, mar- a measure of wheat for a penny, three measures of barley for a penny. And I think it's saying, see, what is the wheat? We are the wheat. Okay, those washed in blood, we're the wheat. The Jews are the barley. It goes back to the barley harvest. So I think it's saying that in these last times, there are going to be one measure of Christians washed in the blood, and there'll be three measures, so three to one, okay, one measure of wheat for a penny, three measures of barley, so it'll be three to one, meaning there'll be three times more Jews saved in this last days of the tribulation once the seals start opening. God said, and this is what the angel told Demetri too, this is when the, the book of the Gentiles is filled, then he will change, he will move from the Gentiles and his attention will go over to the Jews. For the last seven years, because the last seven years is primarily designed to save the Jews. It's, it's judgment. Yes, it's judgment on the church, but it's also mostly judgment on God's people, the Jews. So what it's saying is there will be three times more save, people saved that are Jews than Gentiles. Now, I want to tell you something else came up. So last week I covered on this thoroughly. And I'm not going to go through it, the whole thing today. You can go back and watch those. But essentially, if God is doing things on his feasts, and that's the whole point of the feasts, if he's doing things on the feast dates, then we can watch. Now, I'm not saying that the, that the, 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 the internal revolution spoken of by Dimitri Dudeman, I'm not saying that that is starting March 17th. I am saying that it's something to watch for. So we're watching March 17th. And as of right now, let's see, I'm recording this on the 13th. So it's only a couple of days away. Now, if nothing happens on March 17th, fine. Maybe nothing else is going to happen on these feast dates for the rest of the year. But if, and this is what watchmen do, we watch. Okay, so if something does happen, if there is an internal revolution on about or around March 17th, then we start saying, whoa. What else is coming? Well, the next feast is Passover. P- Passover has to do with death. Remember, Passover, you put the blood on the doorpost or you died. And in ca- Jesus' case, he was crucified. So it has to do with the life or death. Could that be the day that the people will be uh, mass execution from the internal revolution? Now, the next thing I want to say is, I was talking to someone about this, how April 18th might be first fruits. That might be a time when um, the QFS system comes out. That might be the time when we switch over from the SWIFT system to the new SIPS system, C-I-P-S. And I got a yawn. Now, for those of you that don't know that story, 
eh, probably 20 years ago, I was talking to some guy on the phone, was trying to talk me in to have him come in to make a DVD and be a speaker for Prophecy Club back when we used to have guest speakers in and we used to make DVDs of them. And I started yawning. And I mean, I started yawning and I was yawning so much I couldn't even talk to the guy. So finally, you know, me being such a sharp guy, I am not. <laughs> finally, I thought, Lord, are you, are you saying I shouldn't have this guy to be a speaker? Well, that's where he taught me. When I get a yawn in the middle of a decision, not just all the time, but when I get a yawn in the middle of making a decision, that is God saying no. On the other hand, when I'm doing something and he confirms it, then it feels like a touch. It feels just like, have you ever had somebody come behind you and just touch one hair? Okay, sometimes that's what it'll feel. I can feel him barely touching my head generally. Well, when I was talking to someone about this, April 18th, First Fruits, possibly being the day that the world moves from Swiss system to the QFS system, I've got to be gone. So that's probably out. Now, I don't know how much more is out, but we'll see. Now, if you go back to those broadcasts, I also explain what the marriage is. I also explain about trumpets and things that are going on there. But let me go on. So uh, next thing. So let me let me cover it. So internal revolution, massive arrests, or massive executions. This is a day of death. QFS. I don't think that's going to happen. I got a, a yawn on that. And this might be the day that we get. Well, you have to read that. I, I can't say that. And then this also could be the day of the suitcase nukes. This also could be the day of the tribulation starting. And I'm not sure of that. Matter of fact, I don't believe God has told me sure enough and clear enough to say, thus saith the Lord on any of it. So I'm giving you dates to watch. We're watchmen. Let's watch for the dates. Let's see what happens. If something happens on March 17th, and if that something is an internal revolution, then we start saying, man. Maybe some more stuff is going to happen. That's what we do. We watch. So let's watch. Now, this is what I was talking about. This is actually a picture of a loaf of bread that I actually cooked. And essentially, what God began showing me, started having me, and I'm not a cook. Okay, <laughs> you know, Leslie's a cook. I'm not, I don't even cook. She's, she's shocked at what I'm doing. But essentially, God has shown me that taking wheat berries, as in seeds, putting them into a mill, 30 seconds later turning those into wheat flour, putting them into a, a bread machine, pushing about two hours, 20 minutes later, you have a loaf of bread like that. A hot, steaming loaf of bread, and it is absolutely wonderful, but it also may be the cheapest way to feed a person on the planet. Because most of these survival places, most of these people have freeze-dried food, long-term storage food. If you go check the prices out, if they have it, most of them are out, but if they have it at all, it generally costs you around nine or $10,000 for one person, one year. You got that? Nine or $10,000, one person, one year. If you go to Joseph's Kitchen, we'll show you how to feed one person for one year. Actually, we offered two, and there's a reason for that, but I'm not gonna cover it right now. Anyway, this is a loaf of bread that I actually made which is substantially larger, much better tasting, and it's, how do we say, stick to your ribs a lot longer. So we recommend you go to josephskitchen.com. This is the way it looks. And you want to get a machine's package because this is what takes the berries, makes it the flour, put the flour in the bread machine, push about two hours, 20 minutes later, you have a loaf of bread. 
Then you decide whether you want this food to be enough for two people for a year, four people for a year, or six people a year. And it has it all there. Go there, and then you can sign up for it. This is what's in the machines package. This is what's in the two people for one year, the four people for one year. Um, you can compare to the other prices out there. Six people one year, and that's at josephskitchen.com. josephskitchen.com. Now, I need to tell you about an upcoming meeting that Leslie and I have been invited to, and I want to invite you to come to it, too. So this lady out of Columbia, Missouri, has contacted us and asked Leslie and I to come and speak at a GLOW. Now, many of you know that it was once called Women's GLOW, but this is both men and women speak. Don't get concerned about the name there. It's going to be us speaking at the meeting. Now, Who's Leslie? Well, Leslie is my wife. She's a prophet, and she's a real prophet. She's not a bless your prophet. She is a prophet like under the Old Testament prophets. She's going to be talking on finding the courage to lead as a warrior and a second talk stuck in a rut hut. Now, the first one is kind of giving us courage to fortify our heart for the difficult times coming. The second one is how to not get down and depressed in the trouble that's coming. And she's also got a meeting coming up, Train the Prophets. While it's not all just for prophets, it's for anyone that wants to be trained as a minister. And it's coming up April 21 to April 24. You go to traintheprophets.com, find out all about it. Then I'm going to be talking on two topics later on that afternoon. Noah's Ark confirms the Bible. We've talked about that, so I'll move on. I talked about it briefly. I'm going to be showing you pictures and everything. Also, I'm going to be talking about my new book, Miss the Mark, Don't Take the Mark of the Beast, show you what the mark of the beast looks like, the number of his name, and all of that. Now, if you want to go, it's April 2nd, 2022. Doors open at 9. I'll speak. Actually, Les talks from about 10 to about noon, and I take from about 1 to 5 in there. Registration is $25. That includes lunch. It's at the Drury Plaza Hotel, Columbia East. You do have to call and make reservations. So to do that, go to prophecyclub.com. Terry Sock is a prophecy student, and he reads his King James Bible, and he believes in winning souls so much he is supporting the Prophecy Club so that we can win more souls. So if you want to support someone that loves prophecy and wants to win souls, I'm going to send you to cornerstoneassetmetals.com where you can get all sorts of precious metals, gold, silver, rhodium, palladium, and things like that. cornerstoneassetmetals.com I encourage you to sign up for Train the Prophets training class that will be April the 21st to April the 24th, 2022. It's not just for prophets, nor is it just for apostles. It's for all those that are called to be in ministry. So that's April the 21st to April the 24th, 2022. Go to traintheprophets.com. Sign up quickly because there is a limited seating. The good news is EMP Shield has devices the military testing facility says protect 100% against EMP, solar flares, lightning, power surges, backed by a 10-year warranty and a $25,000 insurance policy. View simple video installation instructions for home, vehicles, RV. You can have electricity in a blackout. Use the promo code PROPHECY for a $50 gift card and it helps your prophecy. Click like, share, subscribe, and send to a friend.